0: welcome to the hawaii trading podcast with your hosts reed hicks and glenn nabua so let's let's bring you to today's environment 2022 this is november 2022 election the primary election just happened you know i'm time stamping this moment in history guys you know we there's news out there hurricanes hitting one thing i did want to bring up is the fact that a lot of big companies are letting go of their people. We call the all these big companies. Everyone knows about them; the whole world does, because they're successful companies. Meta, Facebook, you know, Wells Fargo, Apple is is stopping uh, freezing hiring. Amazon, all these big companies that we think like, hey, if you were to get in, because they're such a successful company. Trillion dollar company. But, you know, look at their price today. Look at the price action. Let's talk about Meta for a second. So we were trading, Meta was trading at 384 per share. Now it's trading at 111. They announced that they're letting go a lot of workers. Now, how does that tie into what we're going to be talking about today? As far as um the successful companies, what we think of success, you know, we think A lot of these companies come to mind, but because like just looking at the down, we're we're witnessing the downfall of Meta right now. That's what I think we're seeing based on the price, based on how the company's valuation is doing, the performance, this and that. Zuckerberg is always under fire. Well, how how are we going to tie that in today? It's, you know, imagine if you were one of those workers that got let go. How do you move on and continue your life? In 2022, towards the end of 2022, looking into 2023, you know what made these companies successful when they were on the come up, you know what what to, um, allowed them to be where get to where they're at, you know, and experience all the things and and have such a big mass following, you know, if we were to just to dissect these companies, I'm sure we could find several, if not many common traits that create a successful company. Let's even simplify it to a successful person, you know, and we want to be talking about like the habits for success. That's going to help you guys step up, you know, crush the rest of this year, get in the right mindset, start thinking about next year already. You know, the mocha, uh, the pep, the pumpkin fraps are loud and all all unleashed Christmas music is starting to get played. Christmas trees are being put up, guys. But little do you know, we still have a few more weeks or or um, maybe one and a half months left in this year. And that's a quite a bit of days. That's 45 days. What can you accomplish in 45 days? A lot, a lot. And so let me talk about success for a little bit. Success, the definition of success is a favorable or prosperous termination of attempts or endeavors, the accomplishment of of one's goals. Success, the word, it means a lot to different people, but that is a dictionary meaning. Um, We'll just stick to that going on to um, our talk today. So accomplishment of one's goals. Many people's goals are different. Some people view success as um, moving up in your company in your career, becoming a you know CEO or a director or something, of established um, position, having a corner office in the building, having um, a family, having a house, having a few cars, you know, some time off, that's success to people. Some people just want to have, to be able to have a lot of time with their family, you know, spend, be intentional with their family. That's what they call success to help people. You know, some people may don't even care about money. So, and some people I'm like, oh, I'm not successful until I buy a jet, you know? So there's different interpretations of success. What we want to help you convey tonight or today is realizing like, here, here's a definition of success. Is to accomplish one's goals. Keep it simple. Ask yourself that. What does that look to look like to you? Maybe you probably answered it a few months ago. Maybe it's another checkpoint. What does it look like to you? What does success success mean? What is success in your career? What is success in your family? What's your success in your marriage, your children with your children, your friends? Right? What does that look like? reading and I want to share some some rules that we put together. Through our experience, what we've learned, what we've gone through, and we found that these common rules or habits play a significant role in becoming successful by definition, helping you accomplish your goal.
1: The key factor in this conversation is like, how do we achieve that? How do we get to those goals? And that that's through certain habits. And yeah, let's get into seven, seven key habits for success.
0: Number one, I feel... This is like a prerequisite for success It's showing up. Now you're like, what does that mean, Glenn? I got perfect attendance in school. I always showed up. We're not saying to just physically show up. We're saying to show up with intention, show up to that meeting, that learning class, that seminar, that webinar, show up for yourself, show up for your family, show up with intention, you know, and you have to do it day in and day out. For, exa- for example if you're trying to learn how to trade don't expect that you're going to take this course over 2 weeks or 1 month or whatever it may be and you're going to be a successful trader there's more we all we all know there's more that's involved there you know you got to be consistent right it's it's very ha- it goes hand in hand with showing up You have to do it when you're not motivated. You know, you got to do it when it's the hard thing and you got to do it when there's no instant reward, right? No fulfillment because it's vital. Like people say you're overnight success when really those people, they've been working behind the scenes for 10, 20 years and it takes, it took them 20 years to become an overnight success. I didn't realize that coming into this game and starting to learn because I didn't know anybody in my circle or my influence that was successful in that sense. So to me, when, when I saw success, I was like, Oh, these people are on TV. They're well-known they're famous. They have money, blah, blah, blah. And you know, it starts, you start formulating this little conclusion in your mind. It's, it's almost false. You're like, Oh, so-and-so they're successful because they're on that TV show. And then you know, they're on that big hit or blah, 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 but really look past that or before that, like behind all those failed attempts at um trying to get secure the role for the star to become a star, right? Those auditions, the hundreds or even thousands of auditions that person so, uh, showed up to. You got to think about that. And when I started to realize that, I was like, yeah, that's right. And going through entrepreneurship, trading, even in marriage. Like you got to show up every day, guys, no matter how you feel. I'm a husband. I can't just not show up one day because like, yeah, I'm just tired. wife, wifey. I'm tired. I'm not, I can't be a good husband today, dude. That is, that is not acceptable for one. And if you want to have that habit for success. You need to continue on. You need to do it. You need to make it your duty to show up, right? So you got to implement that, plant it in your brain, start practicing it, start doing a self-assessment. Where am I not showing up in life? What's lacking? What do I wish was more um, that I, I could have more of, you know? Is it more family time? Okay, how are you why are you not sh- or like why are you not showing up in family time? Oh, I'm so tired after work. Okay. So what about before work? Is there time to be spent there? You know, it's all up. We play a lot of games in our heads and we we get into ourselves a lot when really it's just a matter of making a decision and taking action. So once you start making a decision on you know, like, Hey, I want to, I want to start this success thing. I want to be successful in my, in my family. I want to be the one that breaks that generational curse. You got to keep showing up as if, and like, you got to keep building that muscle. It's like, it's like going to the gym, but really it's like mentally start preparing yourself to show up and it'll get better. It'll get easier. It'll become a habit. You got to build that mental resiliency Because if you don't do it, like you're like, you go ham for one to two weeks and you just take a break, you're pretty much starting back at square one. You're losing your two weeks of progress because you decided not to show up the next day. You know, Reed and I, were currently doing the 75 hard, man. Okay. Number one requirement is to show up for 75 days. No excuses, right? to go ahead and complete the program. And so far we're being tested. You know, I i could say that for me, I'm being tested. It is definitely building, helping me build the mental fortitude, the grit, becoming resilient, building that muscle because I'm in probably week three right now. Um, and it's getting a bit easier. There's still challenges. But I know that me repeating, showing up for the workouts is a bit better and easier than day one, for sure. That helped me build discipline, too, into my day. You know, some people just get up from bed and they just wing it. Right? And that's almost like hoping for success because you're not intentionally planning out your day, because so you can hit your weekly target, your weekly target can turn into your monthly goal. Monthly goals can hit your yearly goals and targets, right? You got to work backwards. You got to, you got to take your end goal, right? Your accomplishment of one goal, one's goal from success. And you got to start there, start from the finish line and work your way back. You know, that's a way to help start shifting your mind into all these things because you can start unraveling your your plan to hit your goal and then you can start reverse engineering and that's going to help you realize like, yeah, okay, if I'm trying to lose 20 pounds by the end of the year, I need to show up for the gym every day. I need to show up with taking care of my body because if i don't if i don't do this simple thing then i'm not gonna hit my goal really keep that in mind and realize showing up is just the first thing the first habit to do
1: our second habit water your garden is point number two or what we call the garden is the mind the mind of the garden you know pour into yourself with books with self-development uh, and that's every single day you know you can't just be, be on for two months and then off for three months and then come back on for two months you're not making any progress or fast progress there's so much resources out there to be learning something like youtube tiktok it can be used as a tool i don't recommend it but i just know that it's a great tool to be using there's a lot of people out there who are creators and they're able to teach and bring value to society you know thanks your Technology. So go use those resources, whatever is most comfortable for you. Maybe it's audiobooks, maybe it's podcasts. You know, there's almost no excuse in today's age to be learning something new. Could be learning anything. And the reason why you want to be learning, maybe it's your craft, you know, a hobby that you want to get to know. At least you're watering your mind into something. If not, like, you know, I love to read it, and Glenn too psychology books and trading books you know that's really what occupies most of our free time and watering our garden so it could be anything you love anything as long as it's nonfiction. i would say and has real valuable real world use
0: take me back real quick to read um starting trading were you watering your mind there at that time or Was there something that happened? You know, like,
1: I want to say, I felt like I was doing that, but it was more the infatuation of wealth and richness. So I'd look up, you know, fast cars, I'd look up luxury living. But I wasn't actually watering my mind with ideas on how to get there, the discipline, the mindset behind those ideas <laughs> to get there. I was just looking at the end result. And, you know, I based my, my mind around that. And it was almost like entertainment. It made me feel good and when I watched it. But I wasn't taking actual action to to achieve that. So I would say, yeah, around 2015 was when I actually picked up a good self-development book. And I just began to read it. I realized that my mind is very important in, to trading. And so... I just continue to continue to read, and now we're here, 2022 now, and I, I love reading now. You ever wonder why like successful people, they're continuing to learn, they're continuing to read, they're meeting new people. I think there's that quote. It's like you in five years, you're gonna be the people you surround yourself with now, and the books that you've read. And so that quote has stuck with me, and I I kind of do a an audit like, okay, what books have I read? Did they bring value? Okay, do I need to shift my focus? Where have I lost focus on a certain aspect of my life, you know, and then uh, then I go and get the next self-development book or reread another book that I've already had. But, you know, yeah, successful people, they know how they can still play the game if they lost everything. Um, Coming back to this watering your mind, it's because their mind is the most valuable asset that we're ever going to have. So just continue to water, continue to grow it and pour, pour your own income, pour your own resources into your
0: mind. When it comes to watering your own mind, number one, number one, after like developing yourself and learning, you're going to start to realize and expand your visions of watering, not only your garden, but other people's gardens. You know, that's where it gets fun, right? Bringing people along with you on the journey and investing in each other. You know, this, this friendship that Reed and I have, we water each other you know, like he's my neighbor. I got, the, I got the holes over the fence. I'm just watering his yard, man. He's doing the same thing for me. So having great people around you, that is very key other than the books, because the books don't talk back, but you know, it adds a different dynamic. So having the right people, that's being surrounded with them. That's another key, key component with um um habits for success.
1: That's a really good point. Yeah. Conversations with, people that you're ch- trying to strive to be like or you know in your industry and know something that you don't know or you know there's always great power in in con- con- conversing with a neighbor or a stranger you never know the value that they'll bring into your life
0: yeah or even have a specific person that you're trying to model after if you look up to them right yep. find out how to get in contact with them. Because if you are able to just sit down and spend a few hours with them and learn like that, that's the kind that's the, if I was to put in a metaphor, that's a damn breaking and just watering your little, little bit of little plant. Being able to find that mentor who's 20, 30 years into where you want to be and connecting with them, that brings such good value. And people don't realize how, how much just, being able to find that, um, connect with that person for a, a certain amount of time, how much that's actually worth. That's like college tuitions and then some like 10X that. dude. That's just, it's just priceless almost, you know? Because people can change your life. Absolutely. Which, which kind of leads us into rule number three or habit number three, owning your own decisions. And so we're talking about showing up we're talking about watering your mind, your garden, um owning your decisions. That's that plays a key role because that helps you create the right mindset and attitude with approaching life or whatever you're trying to do your your your, your goal. We're going to make mistakes, we're human. Everyone does. We're going to forget. We're going to screw up deals. You know, the picture-perfect client comes through the door and we screw it up, right? Or you're working for your boss and you just, like, totally stumble on the on the task that they give. We've all been there. We've all had our share. So here's one, you know, getting in an argument with your other half. Because, you know, you know, in your mind, you, it could have been avoided if you listen (laughs) going back to owning the decision you know if you want to own the success you also got to own the bad people are thinking oh we could just have it one way i just i just want everything good i just want everything good about the relationship forget the arguments when really you need the arguments to get to the good places so flipping your perspective that mistakes will happen some um entrepreneurs, they say fail forward, you know, stumble your way to the finish line. As long as you're moving, you got to realize that every choice has risks and consequences along with rewards. And so just going forward, like starting today or tomorrow, I'm going to wake up. If I'm late for work because I woke up, I snooze 10 minutes later, I'm going to own that decision, you know? Imagine you just start taking responsibility, even though if it's not truly your fault, you know, that's going to kind of set a different tone in your mind, where instead of you're quick to point fingers at everyone else, you know, you're going to start realizing like, okay, if I didn't stay up to watch that last episode on Netflix, I wouldn't have snooze the following morning, I wouldn't have sat Caught that bad traffic to go get to work. See how just a little shift changes. The little perspective changes. And if you catch cold, you can't blame that person you were at the store with that was coughing all over the fruits or whatever. No, you could have, I could have, you could have went to another store. You could have went at a different time, you know? So start flipping that perspective and start, it's going to help you. Just gain a, a bit more grace for yourself, but start real start building a stronger foundation where you just don't crack at the smallest things. You don't lose it. You don't get upset, especially when it comes to trading. You do everything perfect to your plan. You get in at the right price. And then the market starts going your way. You're like, yeah, let's go. And it just whip whip um whipsaws you out goes opposite. Who are you going to blame at that point? That's going to be a hard one. I don't want to break your brain just for that. You can't blame the market. They're not going to refund your money. What can you do? Own that decision. Because look, if you were following your rules, you did it right, you got a signal. You just, all right, that's good. That's the trade. It's done. You followed your rules. Acknowledge that. Followed your signal. Acknowledge that and then you just move on. Traders have no memory but they never forget. Meaning I will not lose hold on to that loser that I just had that losing trade and carry that feelings those feelings forward to the next trades, right? So I'm going to forget about that. But I'm going I'm not going to really going to have a memory of that emotion. But when it comes to having all oh, like its earnings or um a big announcement, the Fed is is making an announcement, you know, and Historically, I've been get getting whipped out of these trades. I'm not gonna trade that day, you know. So that's a that's a little example of that slogan. Um, owning so going back to owning your decisions, really understanding that you have a lot of control of your actions, your responses, your surroundings, you know, and Just really, if you have the right mindset, the right target, then know that you just got to go through it to get to go forward, plain and simple, guys.
1: Yeah, to add to that point, stop playing the victim because, like, stop blaming the market, stop blaming external resources. The first person and first thing that we should look at is ourselves when we, when something goes on in our life that we don't like, it's, it's all many habits that have led to your current reality. So own that now, own that. Wow, that gives you a lot of power when you own it because you now realize like, wow, if I did this and I'm here, but I want to be there, all I have to do is change my habits and own my decisions. Wow, you know, easier said than done. But like, just think about it. That's just one click of the switch. Fourth point is it's 100% philosophy, habits for success, right? It's 100% philosophy, meaning like how you do everything, how you do anything is how you do everything. That's a very popular quote. Um, some people agree with it. Some people don't. But, you know, I think the, the point is, is like, if you're folding your laundry, you're going to make sure you fold it really nice. You're not just going to be like, ah, I could I could do it later. I'll just shove it in the, in the drawer. You know, it happens to me all the time. But if I have that 100 percent philosophy, that means give your all all the time in everything you do, whether it's helping someone you don't want to help doing the dishes, you know, make sure it's really clean, like Laundry, make sure you, you actually hang every item or whatever you got to do, right? Give 100% to what you do, you know, and that, that could even go f- outside of your career, out, or outside of trading, you know, spend time with your family. When you're there with your family, go all in, 100% all in, be there with intention. Do you want to only put 50% in your trading? You know, and it takes 100% in any industry to be successful and any endeavor, really. So commit. You know, I think there's this saying, you know, it's like under promise and over deliver. That's like an example of 100% philosophy. Say, oh, yeah, I could do, you know, 500 words for this essay. Here you go. But, you know, add maybe 30 more words, 50 more words and be like, you went over, you went over that. And that's that type of habit, that little shift right there, instead of doing the bare minimum will definitely help you succeed in life by just giving that little extra oomph. And making sure that you've accomplished that. If I did 100% of my own will and energy, then I'm good for me. You know, another person's 100% may not be your 100%. That's fine. Just find your calibration where you're at. You know, we should always aim to over deliver on any promise that we make. So apply this philosophy in your trading Own the, those mistakes in your trading say i'm going all in i don't care about any losses i don't care about any wins i just want to do the right thing over and over and over again and that's you know we're building them on all these successes or i I mean habits for success
0: ask yourself guys when's the last time you went all in on something when's the last time right did you just go all in on on the crap table in vegas you know or the, the the poker game No, I'm not talking about that. Let's talk about how ways, where areas to improve your life. When's the last time you went all in, you know? So that that we kind of just wrap up that that number four habit with that one question. So number five, failures lead to success. Those who keep showing up will be rewarded. Each failure leads to something learned, right? Leads to like... if i if i failed at that certain task but i ended up ended up meeting an awesome person in my that i could add in my network that brings value to me that would be a great that would be a win that wouldn't be a failure essentially even though that thing i was trying to accomplish was a fail you know so you got to start looking at things that way or know that the road is going to get rough just say you're going from your house to a different location. And you put in a GPS, and Siri tells you, okay, go through here, here's a route. Of course, on the map, it's all straight roads. There's no potholes. There's no sketchy roads with no lights to go drive through, you know? It doesn't show you that. But when you're driving in reality, you're dodging crazy drivers. People don't use their turn signals. You know, you're dodging a big potholes, sinkholes. so when when really, you just um know know that, that's part of the journey, you know, and things do happen. but they happen for a reason. We all want to have that expectation to win, to be successful at whatever we do. But a lot of people aren't prepared to face the failure that can, that comes with success. So they're just devastated, you know? And so you got to sometimes just take it in the chin, bite that crap cookie, because the, time, the only time you fail is when you give up. And so the faster you could bounce off the mat... After getting knocked on your butt, say you got had a bad losing trade or or you blew your account for me it's like, Glenn, why you blew your account, you lost all of that money. Why do you get back into trading? Because I need to learn that lesson. One, I was terrible at trading. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, in order for me to implement those lessons that I've experienced, I needed to blow that account, but Hey, I did some reading. I did more learning. I met people. I started investing more in myself. I'm back in it, right? Surpassing where I fell. This book, Three Feet from Gold. Highly recommend you guys to read that. Um I think it's based on the true story. But just
1: yeah, to let's share the true story. So the true story from my memory is uh there was a gold mine. It was closing shop because they lost the the stream of gold, the sliver of gold in the earth. The first companies that, you know, there's no more gold here, we're backing out. Uh, the guy who sold the property, bought the property, first thing he did before he started digging was hire land surveyors and actual uh, people who knew how to read the earth to say, what is, where's the most high probability that the gold streak is going to be at, right? A sliver. And so vein, gold vein, that's what they're called, the gold vein. Well, lo and behold, they started digging and they were only three feet from where the original people sold the land for, where they gave up. So it was literally around three feet of from the gold vein, which is an, is an insane story. It's an insane story. But that is based on a true story. You could definitely look, look that up. Just to finish up with failures lead to success, our fifth point, you know, I want to say that stop looking at losses as failures. Stop looking at a bad month or a bad week as I'm failing at trading or I have failed already. You don't, like Glenn said, you don't fail until you completely call it quits, you know. And the way we like to see our losses, or or we call them lessons now. Like I don't think Glenn and I ever use the word failure in our conversations. We never say it because there's no such thing in our brains. Like we've completely turned that word off. mean other things versus versus when it's related to trading and life in general, there is no failures. There's always learning experiences, no matter what and or how quote unquote bad things get or a situation went. You know, there's a lesson to be learned there. And sometimes to be real, you're not gonna see those lessons right away. You're gonna see it two, three, five, ten years down the line, and you're gonna be like, oh wow, that I remember that incident, or I remember how I handled this and now I'm handling it better. So It's always something to be learned there. So yeah, that's all I wanted to say with failure does lead to success. We just got to stop looking at failures as something so bad, right? So number six, they delay gratification. People who have built businesses and empires, they delay their gratification. They do reward themselves. Don't get me wrong. They treat themselves with a nice Lamborghini, nice Rolex, you know, small reminders. But for the most part they're not like saying oh as soon as i made $1000 i'm going to spend this $1000 you know it, it just to flex they they're delaying it they're delaying all that yeah, and coming back to the people who have bought rolexes and lambos and all these this you know monetary materialistic goals that are probably gold, goals for them they took years to get there they took years of delayed gratification to say i know i'm going to be able to afford a lambo Just not right now. So I'm just going to wait. Not looking for home runs in the market. We're just looking for consistent plays without blowing accounts. Trading, the delayed gratification is postponing something you want to receive now in the hopes for later getting a better return. So sometimes in trading, that looks like, okay, I'm going to delay my gratification even though this is a C setup, not my best setup. I'm actually just going to stay out of the market, be calm about it, and delay the want, the need, the feel-good rush, the endorphin rush of actually being in the market. So, you know, you're delaying that that type of incident. Or, you know, this in life, how you build that that muscle, this goes on with, you know, watering your mind with a delayed gratification and the resiliency aspect of it. So you see a, a donut, for example, and you're like, oh, I haven't had a donut in a good minute, you know. If you delay that gratification, you're building that, okay, you got over it one more time. What happens on day 97 when you say, I'm going to delay my gratification? Bro, by that time, you probably lost 40, 50 pounds, you know, because you constantly delayed that gratification. So, I mean, same concept in trading, right? So Don't be trying to force so many trades. Delay that gratification of wanting the money now and risking YOLOs. And so, you know, again, it takes... We talked about this in the beginning. It takes 10 to 20 years of constantly showing up to become an overnight success. You know, be careful what we listen to as always. You know, we always give that that advice because there's a lot of what you'll see on social media. It's a lot of fear based greed base. You know, they're giving you this false feeling of. Yeah, yeah. Once you start making money, you could afford all these kind of luxuries, luxuries in life, you know, still yet if you could i would say delay gratification until you have two to three years expense of of not having to work you don't have to lift a finger i would say that is the safest time to really really um give in to what you want you know allow the gratification to flow back in but or
0: um, or you yeah yeah you have cash flow passive income that pays for your stupid crap
1: yeah there you go that that's it. Then you don't have to continue waiting. You know, I want to also uh, finish off with the, the delay gratification. There was an experiment, I believe, by Harvard, Harvard or Stanford. They had like a bunch of little kids. Right. And they had cookies set in front of them. It's a famous experience, experiment So what happens is the scientists are like, hey, if you wait, you could have this cookie now. But if you wait for, you know, five minutes, we'll give you another cookie. But if you eat it now, you only get one cookie. So they followed up with these are the same kids. You know, some kids ate the cookie. Some kids waited five minutes, got another cookie. So they were teaching about delayed gratification. Right. How does this influence our future? Right. So they followed up with these kids like, you know, 15, 20 years later, and they found out that the kids who were able to actually delay gratification, they were more set up in life. Like they they knew what they were doing. They were like. Doing well in life, basically. And then the people or the kids who couldn't wait and they wanted to eat that cookie. Now, they found them on the lesser end of, I guess, society, you could say. I don't know how that's described, but leave it to your imagination. But basically, there's a lesson there, right? It's like delaying gratification will only make make it better in the future. And plus, you'll enjoy that thing that you've wanted for so long, tw- ten, 10 times more. You know,
0: so I I'm feel down. like today's younger generation is going to struggle a lot with this because we got apps for everything and it's instant. I want yeah. food to my door. boom. I want the driver to pick me up. Boom. When they approach business or success, um, a bigger goal in life, like such as trading and they realize like, oh, crap. You mean I can't make money every day? What? I can't pull in five percent a day. They get, um, what do you call shell shocked? I just just realize, boom, reality is gonna hit you. Market's gonna um, turn you upside down. Just wrapping up the late gratification. It helps build discipline, really, and it makes you patient. We're not saying just like hoard all your money and success. To not spend it, dude, spend it, spend it the way you want want to, but realize that it's going to take work. It's going to take grit, grinding, you know, and discipline to get there. So as we wrap up this awesome conversation with the last one, number seven, have systems automate or in a way start developing Something, uh, oh, a way or system that works for you that makes life easier. We want to kiss, keep it simple, stupid. What does that mean, right? Am I just going to be a robot in life, Glenn? No, but having, we're seeing having, have some sort of structure in life or trading, for example, have structure in trading so that when a market opportunity arises, you're going to be able to take advantage of it. Why? Because you have all these um, systems in place, all these rules. So imagine you practice that in your daily life habit, you know, like your your normal routine, right? Everybody wakes up, everybody got to go bathroom, everybody got to brush your teeth. That's some sort of a system, right? And so uh, compared to like you know i've i've had college roommates zero systems when those suckers wake up those guys wake up whatever it's just whatever goes you know you drink that warm beer from the night before so going back to having some sort of routine that's going to be improving your life and improving your you know not creating more stress in life that's gonna bleed into your trading. the uh, I forget I don't know if was it a a study you shared read where um the way you are in life or I think it was a book you're sharing how your quality of life in your relationships, your you know outside everything outside of trading will bleed into trading and will affect your decision making and your actions in trading. you know if you're you're going through an argument with your wife and you think. You're good when you enter, when you jump on your trading account unknowingly, you're gonna make a stupid decision because you're still a little bit heated from that argument. So those are little things that um, do have uh, um, influence on your system, on your trading, is to just create, step back, have structure, Some sort of structure that's going to make it easier for you. So, the goal with that is is being able to take some emotion out. You're going to be responding rather than reacting. That's going to be a a good thing to do. You're going to be organized. Like I'm a mess, but I try to get organized. I could improve on that, you know, but going back to just being able to have a system where you can totally. Just go autopilot almost. And with your system, it's going to have a proven, a certain outcome that you're looking for, you know. And that's uh, going to be a good step for you to go on and continue on. Whether you're in business or trading, you know, you're going to be able to just implement it and just let it go. You know, who would love to just automate their um trading where it's just like a a money printing machine dude that way it's just going to make decisions if if you don't know how to code your whole system then you can have a set rule set and then you can have decision making and you just take action plain and simple so as we recap the lat the success uh, habits for success we want to light the fire for the rest of the year why because why you got to wait till 2023 to start that endeavor, start that journey that you've been wanting to do. You know, it's so easy to kick back. But when I realized a few years ago, when I started to just start just staying on the gas till going into the new year, that just helped me create momentum. And so we hope to share that same feeling with you guys by one, showing up, Two, are in your garden, investing in yourself. Three, own your decisions. Number four, have a hundred percent philosophy, go all in. Five, failures lead to success. Number six, having delayed gratification. And number seven, automating, creating systems that'll help eliminate and save you time. Save the emotions so yeah, you're able to make your decision and act on it quickly.
1: I don't want to add to have systems. Because I get out of the slump for a lot of times throughout the year, right? We'll have those occasions, everyone goes through it. Where it's like a, you don't feel like you don't have that energy. You just don't feel motivated to do things, right? Okay, discipline. Discipline create starts creating that system, that, that structure that you need it in your life. So when I'm having a bad day or a rough day, rough times in the market, I have specific music that I'll play that, okay, this triggers my mental state. I know that I need to be focused. And right now in the present moment for the market to make the best decision with working out, I turn a specific playlist on to get my brain structure. Okay. I'm entering this phase right now. So that that's how I just, I program myself through, you know, music signs, watering. Okay. I'm drinking water. Now it's time to wake up when i add these systems into my life it makes the hard days a lot e- easier and even the hard days will look better than what it used to look meaning like now i do 10 pages we do 75 hard 10 pages is going to be a habit that i'm going to institute every single day now for the rest of the years for, for my life you know and i would say that that just doing those 10 pages is a win rather than like what a bad day for that I, I would have is like completely do nothing. It's like, no, you need to do at least do that because it, why it's part of my system. You've built that discipline habit, that re- mental resiliency. And like that all just goes together when you have a system like that and then how it just overflows into trading, you're going to be a lot more in control of your trading. You're going to be see a lot more results that way. Just have systems and that'll help eliminate your emotions or at least level your emotions out during stressful situations
0: with that being said guys for the audience that's listening we want to hear you guys we want to hear that if you're implementing some of these habits in your daily life or trading or business we want to hear your your results or or your what what you received you know be like hey glenn reed i started showing up and as a result, this happened. Email us, DM us. We want to hear your stories because we're just wanting, we want to share what works for us, you know? And with our community and our audience, we want to do the same for you guys. We want to help you guys get some wins in life and everything. And we just want to hear you out. So definitely reach out to us, um, your thoughts, you know, your responses to this episode and we're going to be following up don't worry we're going to have a follow-up episode i just put us on the spot bro so it's all good yes let's do it we're
1: gonna
0: do it we're gonna do it great yeah um with that being said thanks you guys for listening and watching have a great one